ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Christopher Kimball, host of Milk Street Radio. If you'd like to change the way you cook and also think about food, please check out the Milk Street podcast. We travel around the world to find pizza in Tokyo, Egyptian food in Berlin, and Bhutanese farmers in Vermont. We speak to Jamie Oliver, Rachel Ray, Al Roker, Ina Garten, as well as Michael Twitty, Marcus Samuelson, and Alice Waters. And we'll introduce you to recipes that will change the way you cook, from bright pink Tottenham cake to Afghan dumplings to shoyu sugar steak, and that one is direct from Hawaii. It's a whole new world of food right here on Milk Street Radio. Please check us out on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts, or go to 177milkstreet.com. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. So this is your Books of the Year Q&A session, a companion piece to our conversation with Claire Powell. Uh, about her debut novel, At the Table, of which Marion Keyes says on the front, a hugely intelligent, emotionally astute novel about family dynamics. Claire Powell is an incredible new talent. There you go. I gave it some extra welly. Um, so Claire is sitting there. She's blushing um, ever so slightly. So here we go with the Q&A. Um, what was the last book you really, really enjoyed other than your own, Claire? Uh, the last book I really, really enjoyed was Mrs. Palfrey at the Claremont by Elizabeth Taylor. Um, I had heard of Elizabeth Taylor. This is the writer, not the actress, but I had never read her. And then Philip Hensher gave an endorsement for At the Table and he made a comparison with Elizabeth Taylor. So I thought, right, I better read her now. Um, oh my God, this is such a brilliant short novel um it's a tragedy comic novel published in i think 1971 and it tells the story of laura palfrey who's recently widowed and has just moved to a residential hotel in london called the claremont to essentially spend her last days and there she joins this group of other eccentric residents who are all sort of very um upper middle class, fairly pompous, and just these brilliant, hilarious characters. Um, and the main storyline is that she forms this sort of unlikely friendship with a young writer called Ludo, who comes to her aid when she has a fall on the street. Um, and he also helps her in other ways, but I won't give away what they are. But um, it's a book that made me laugh out loud, which not many books do and also cry at the ending I just it was oh devastating um so yeah I read that at the end of last year and, and what and so Elizabeth Taylor what's the title again it's called Mrs Palfrey at the Claremont is there is there a book Claire that you'd uh love to step inside of even if it's just for a day and we always say just for a day because obviously in most books there is something going on which uh, might be dangerous and, uh, you know, it's it's creating a sense of jeopardy and therefore you don't want to be in there for too long. Um, But uh, what would work for you, a book that you'd like to step inside of, even if it is just temporarily? So I would 
um, there was a book that came out last year and it's called Yes, Yes, More, More. Um, it's by Anna Wood and it's this incredibly joyful short story collection, which is essentially sort of sh- very short stories um, that are really about women going out and having a good time with their friends. And it's this lovely reminder of pre-pandemic life in that it's got all this sort of carefree travel and partying and packed pubs and DJs. Um, It's just loads of fun. And I think like during the pandemic, I remember having this recurring dream of being at a party. I didn't just want to be in a restaurant with a few people. I wanted to be in a packed party and it still hasn't happened in the last two years. But um, it, this this collection makes me nostalgic and it was absolutely somewhere that I'd want to spend a day and night inside of. And given that you've mentioned short novel and short story in both of your answers, it's almost yeah. as though you won the Harper's Bazaar short story contest in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. Good putting that in. Yeah. Love, love short things. Love yeah. a short story. Okay. <laughs> uh, question number three, what books stand out from your childhood, if any? Uh, I was obsessed with a series of books called The Babysitter's Club. And these were novels, I think they're still published now, but they sort of came out in the 80s and 90s. I think the author was called Anne M. Martin. And they're basically about seven girls who are aged between sort of 11 and 13, and they form a babysitting club. And there are loads of these books, and they've got names like the ghost at Dawn's house and uh, Kirsty and the snobs. And I absolutely devoured <laughs> them. And I also wanted to start my own babysitters club, even though I don't think anyone would have allowed me to babysit their children when I was 10 or 11 years old. Um, but we had like a shed in our garden. And I think I just remember putting posters up on the wall, sort of Baywatch posters and boy band posters and having this idea that, I was going to get some friends from primary school and we were going to start this club. They had things like, it was like a secretary and, you know, I don't know, very entrepreneurial and I'm not entrepreneurial in the slightest, but um, yeah, I loved the babysitters club. I I don't think I'd be able to resist a book called Kirsty and the Snobs. That's superb. (laughs) Definitely, definitely go for that. Is there a book you always reach for to cheer you up, Claire? The, it's it's a it's more of an author. I am obsessed with David Sedaris or Sedaris. I'm never sure how to how to pronounce it. And I actually listened to him on audiobook. And uh, we have all of his books because my boyfriend loves him too. But um, I'm I love listening. I could listen to his essays and his diaries again and again. And whenever I need um, cheering up, I just think he has brilliant delivery. He's incredibly funny even though he's very misanthropic, I'm just glad that he exists in the world. And I love hearing about his family and his sister, Amy and husband, Hugh. Mm. Um, So that's, yeah, I've I've always listened to that. Have you seen him live? Well, we were supposed to go and see him live in 2020. And then obviously that got cancelled. And I think Mm. it's been rescheduled to this summer but I haven't I've got to chase that up actually that's at this the Southbank Centre I really I really want to go and see him how many books Claire Powell how many books do you read a month uh two to three in a good month but I wouldn't say they're all novels I probably read one and a half novels and then 
we have a lot of graphic novels in our house so I'll often read a graphic novel in between two novels uh, which you basically read in a night and I might dip into an essay collection. That's why you like short stories because you can just say yeah I've read uh, oh, four yeah. or five four or five <laughs> yeah. books this book and goes wow yeah. yes but they're all 30 pages long. <laughs> um, we, we've spoken already, Claire, about how you, you've got an amazing uh, front cover for your book. Uh, do you have a favourite book cover yourself that obviously isn't yours? Um, I don't know that I have a favourite, but I did look on my bookshelf and the one that stood out to me was Kudos by Rachel Cusk. And in fact, I like all of these from this. This is a Faber and Faber um outline and transit is from her trilogy um it's this white cover it's really simple it says kudos at the top in sort of the dark letters and then in the same font at the bottom rachel cusk and then in the middle there's this washed out photograph of uh, the view out of an airplane window and i think it's just yeah incredibly eye-catching in its sort of simplicity and it's just a very cool cover and i think of rachel cusk as a pretty cool author as well so and finally do you have a favorite bookshop when you walk in you just take a deep breath and think i could stay here for quite a while I'm going to name two bookshops. One, uh, both of them are local to me. One is called Bookseller Crow in Crystal Palace. It's been open for about 25 years and it's run by lovely people. It's a nice big bookshop. They do events. They have a sort of weekly or no, I think a monthly book group. Um, And the second one is called Crofton Books and that's up the road from me on Broccoli Road and it's a kind of old school bookshop and it has a mixture of old sort of secondhand books and new just published books and it has a very cozy black books kind of feel to it and it's sort of a bit messy and there's piles of books all over the place and nice comfy chairs and the absolute opposite to um a chain bookstore up in london but um yeah really lovely so bookseller crow in crystal palace and crofton books in broccoli uh, they have been the choices and the answers of Claire Powell. Her debut novel is at the table. If you've just heard this conversation before the main conversation, then you can go back where you got this podcast and you can listen to Claire talking uh, about her debut novel. And do you know, Matt, do you know what I fancy right now? I fancy coleslaw, sweet corn, croutons, <laughs> bacon bits, creamy potatoes, <laughs> and I'm going to say I had a salad. And I'm going to blame it on Claire Powell, actually. And maybe a glass of Pinot Grigio. What do you yeah, think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that'll do for me. Uh, that or a massive strawberry cream cake. That, either of those two sounds good. Yes. And then before we do the radio show, a limoncello just to wash it all down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like limoncello. There you go. Um, no, nobody does. <laughs> Claire, it's been great talking to you. Thank you very much indeed. So good talking to you. Thank you. And just a final word before you switch off. I mean, most people have switched off by now anyway. But uh, if you do want to email us, we are books of the year at yahoo.com, books of the year at yahoo.com. Uh, suggestions for what you've been reading, guests you think would be yeah. really good, yeah. what you have been reading, which is uh, fantastic. You can also tweet us um, at books of the year. Have I got all that right, Matt? I think I have. you have. Yes. I'm, I'm amazed given how long it's taken for us to get the email right. I think you've done very well there off the top of your head. Or you could just call in at Matt's house and tell him. 
uh, the stuff that you really please, like. Please do that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> That'd be great. Incredible. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrier, and along with Kate Spencer, I host Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. Join us every Wednesday with guests like author Phoebe Robinson, chef Samin Nosrat, actress Busy Phillips, and even former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright. On Mondays and Fridays, We have many episodes where we answer listeners' questions on everyday problems like how useful a butt mask really is, how to deal with a petty friend, or how to relax after a long day. So join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Forever 35, where we're not experts, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.